0: Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, or whatever it is for you. Um, This is AB, and this is the talk about God, with God, um, or friends, I guess, podcast. And I just have to say I woke up, like, fired up this morning. Um, First of all, it's not because I slept great. Um, although I did have an amazing dream and I really hope it's prophetic. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was another good one, which I'm very, very, very surprised and shocked and amazed by. And I have no doubts it's God. So I am fired up today. Um, but anyway, so I had a great conversation with an a absolutely wonderful woman, um the other day and I, I haven't really shared a lot of it because there were a lot of questions um that were posed but um i think in order to properly dive into the theologies that i prescribe to and the things i believe um first i have to dun 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 um uh, first i have to share the why's right Why do I believe what I believe? Um, Which means I get to share a tiny snippet um, of a conversation that I had with my daughter, um, who was the first person who ever challenged me on the whys. And it was humbling and it was amazing. And I'm so thankful for her for that. So. Um, our testimony is a very powerful thing. God says, Jesus rather says, um, that we're to go and tell of our experience, not, you're going to go and push people and tell them to do this. You're going to go and you're going to share your story. And that is what is going to get people on board essentially, So we're not all called to change people's minds and all of these things. My whole goal in life is simply to plant seeds, to listen to God's voice when he tells me to go and to share and to love on certain people in certain situations. I do my best to do what he asks and I walk away. I don't need everyone to agree with me. It's okay, even in the church body, if we don't agree. Listen, you think a foot and a hand both agree on how one particular thing is supposed to get done? Probably not, because they're coming at it with two completely different perspectives. And that's totally okay. It's fine. People agree to disagree. Um, but, I don't know. It's still, it's... It's just huge. So I just plant the seeds and I know that it's God's job to make it grow, not mine. And it's so freeing. It's so unbelievably freeing to remember that we're not in charge. We're not. So anyway, um, yeah, I guess we're going to go down in the deep details. So I was diagnosed with RA, um, rheumatoid arthritis, sorry, and linear scleroderma at five. Um, fun facts I didn't learn until I was literally in my 30s um, let me do it from my perspective so I was diagnosed I remember obviously a good portion of it, all of it um, I remember my mother very very upset distraught rather um, and I remember and this is why I don't have that typical like saved story like Jesus didn't change my life Jesus has always been in my life so I remember coming home and it was a very long drive um and I remember after hearing that I was supposed to be in a wheelchair and all these awful things were going to happen to me in the next five years which I understand the doctors were just trying to be you know Prepare everybody as much as possible, but seriously, don't speak death on people. Anyway, so um, I just remember an overwhelming peace, overwhelming peace, and just knowing that that was not his plan for me. It's irrational. Make no mistake. I can't tell you how I knew these things. I just, with every fiber of my being, knew. And so that's what I told her. It's okay. Don't cry. That's not... That's not God's plan for me. And I know I said it it was such a matter of fact, like, there you go. It's fact. It makes sense. One plus one equals two. Um, And I'm sure that that was a trip. But anyway, so... Years progressed and God had an amazing hand in my life. He was always guiding me. I was a terror when it came to taking medication. Hated the medication, still hate the medication. God is good. I don't have to take medication anymore. But anyway, um, apparently the doctors had told my mother I was going to die, that she was going to bury me, I think was the words that she um, used when I was digging to, you know, piece together the full picture of my life because again as children there are so many things we don't know and it's wonderful because it it reminds me of the way i am with god where i know my life from my perspective i know my side of the story but i don't know all of it so i encourage you speak with your parents man there are certain things in your life that you probably have totally wrong or not all the details on but anyway so it, it explained a lot um growing up of how protective she was of me, how sheltered I was to a certain extent on certain things, how my father reacted, um, I became very breakable. So in all of it, I, I grew up feeling like I lost my dad, right? Because now I'm not, I'm breakable. Now he, he didn't have much to do with me and it hurt. It totally hurt. Um, because our earthly fathers are the ones who are supposed to show us God, right? You're supposed to show your children the love of God, even as mothers, but there's something special about, about these dads. Um, anyway, so I didn't really get that from him, which is, it's totally fine. I have no, no qualms um, whatsoever. And because God was with me through every bit of it i i know i feel i know yeah anyway i didn't have that save story and so as i grew obviously i made stupid decisions and god protected me in so many things um so many bad choices in life he has used and kind of pulled me up by my bootstraps and been like okay well you tried that congratulations that failed knew it would can you like go do this now um, can you be obedient? Can you, I don't know, quit drinking and like actually walk away from that? We both know it's not doing you any good, right? We both know you're just running, right? Like quit running. Um, so I finally did. I finally quit running. I finally became that straight laced person, um, who doesn't smoke anymore. Yay. Praise the Lord. That was a hard one, but I'm glad that he helped me and he, he got me through that. Um, I, will drink wine on occasion um i'm very skittish um now when it comes to liquor and things um my father of course was an alcoholic is an alcoholic um so it's it's a sore spot for me but my conversation with my daughter um obviously you have to have everyone's backstory or you don't quite get where they're coming from but it's gonna sound insane and i don't even really care Um, I did what is called the walk to Emmaus in March of 2016. What it is, is a Christian lock-in where you spend 72 hours. And I mean, 72 straight hours, you stay there, you sleep there, you have no car. You spend 72 hours with, you know, 30 plus other women just learning about God and worshiping God. And so it's an experience to be had the first, you know, 24 hours or the first 12 hours, rather, you're totally confused while you're even there and you feel insane for even doing it. And then once you hit that 13th hour mark, there's something that switches and there is nowhere else in the world you'd rather be. God shows up in a big way. He moves in a big way. It is absolutely amazing. It's non-denominational anyway. So I always suggest that. I think it's a fabulous thing. So I do this and I come back from it so... Just overflowing with God's love, right? Like just, you get a crazy Jesus high when you do something like that. And I was, I was just overwhelmed and overflowing and just, oh my goodness. So to the point that on the way home, and this is all going to sound just insane, but on the way home, um, I couldn't drive and it wasn't because I wasn't allowed. I totally was allowed. I could do whatever I want. I'm a free person, but When my husband came to pick me up, I'd walked in and out of buildings all weekend, right? Like, it wasn't like I'd never been outside, and I just saw the light of day for the first time. But something happened when I went out that final time to leave that everything was so vibrant. It was so vibrant. It was so beautiful. I've never seen the world look like that, like you put on amber sunglasses and it still doesn't come close to how vibrant. Greens were green, yellows were so yellow, blues were amazingly blue. Like it was a whole different level. And like I told my husband, I immediately was like, oh my gosh, this is a gift from God. I'm getting to see the world the way he does for just a second. So thankfully it was that way the whole way home and I miss it to this day. Um, being able to see like that, but every song that came on the radio, all secular songs, mind you, um, they were not like Christian songs, but every song I heard his love in every song I heard sung, like from his perspective with love. And it was amazing. And it tells me like this whole, you know, can only listen to Christian music. Well, that's great. Good for you. Um, not necessarily necessarily that big of a deal. But, you know, that's just personal opinion. But anyway, so I do that. Then um later on, I'm having health issues, I was having health issues at the time of Emmaus, just gastrointestinal things. Um, and so I go to have a scope put down my throat, which entails you being put under. Now, at this point, I'm very skittish of the world. And it sounds silly, but like, i just come out of a bubble, a Jesus bubble, where I felt so safe and so protected and untouchable. And I know how the world is. So I was skittish and I didn't really want to be put under. I was kind of scared of being put under, even though, you know, more matured me is like, well, you know, when it's your time, it's your time. And make no mistake, there are worse ways to go. But anyway, so before I went under... I spent days, and I legitimately mean days, praying that God, that Jesus would be with me. That Jesus would be with me. That I needed him. And I, like, I begged and I pleaded. Okay, mind you, I was only out for, like, ten minutes. Like, it was a super sweet, like, super fast procedure. It was not anything life-changing. But I woke up. And the first things out of my mouth to my husband and the memory I have is sitting before the Lord at his feet. Jesus is real, okay? Jesus is real. He is real and he is with us. And I got to sit at his feet and have a conversation in those 10 minutes that literally have forever impacted me. Now, do I remember the conversation? Nope. You know how awesome that is? Like, I know I got to sit at his feet and talk to him and I have no idea what we talked about. We could have talked about the price of eggs in China. I don't know, but I know Jesus and I know he's real and I know I saw him and I know I sat at his feet and I'm so unbelievably thankful. So, To go from a kid who wasn't even supposed to be alive right now, right? Who was always told that they may never have children, right? To stand where I stand now. To have an amazing child, right? That I I birthed on my own. Um, He was a blessing from God. To have a daughter, (laughs) That was gifted to me. To have a husband and a life. A full, full life. To wake up this morning and see fog. Today. On my hill. Make no mistake. Jesus is real. And you don't have to take my word for it take his like find him seek him yourself you will find him and do so earnestly like beef really want it there's nothing that he won't he won't give you if your heart is in the right place and you are genuinely seeking i can tell you that with certainty today i stand here well sit here on this amazing porch swing that my carpenter jesus helped me build with lots of prayer um I sit here as an adult with RA and linear scleroderma, knowing that by the grace of God, they are both in remission. I take no, and and I don't know that anyone knows how truly amazing it is, but I don't take any medication. There are no maintenance meds I take every day anymore. Okay? And it's not because I'm awesome and like I take really good care of myself make no mistake I lead a relatively sedentary lifestyle I keep telling myself I need to work out it's really hard to do but I know God told me months ago just within like literally I started working from home in December of 2019 so it was somewhere in this time like December of 2019 and I guess, like, I don't know, July, August, something like that. Anyway, somewhere in that time, I was watching a silly, like, I don't, it's not really silly, like, it's legit. But anyway, I was watching a Christian program, and I just felt like God wanted to heal me. Like, something that they said just, it just oh locked in, and it felt like they were talking to me. And I instantly felt warmth in the part of my body that was hurting and for weeks really bad at that point and it was gone. And I just immediately broke down and I trusted. I trusted him for it. Because he'd already gave it to me. He'd already said when I died to my when Christ died for my sins and I chose to die to sin as well and I chose to follow Christ that I was healed. I was new. So he'd already given me that right And it was just a matter of owning it and claiming it and trusting it. So that's what I've done. And it's not been easy. And make no mistake, there have been days that, especially in the beginning, that like I spent two or three days feeling amazing. Okay? Right there in the beginning, I'd never felt that good in my life. And then I woke up and had aches and pains. and was like, oh, no. I'm not healed. And I got really down. And I got really, like, it was not, the devil played the fiddle with me. And um, it was you know, well, oh, you messed up. there's something you did, you did something wrong. it it took it took time talking to God about it and sitting with him and crying to him about it to finally realize that, you know there was a blind man that Jesus healed, and Jesus, I mean, he can heal people from miles away. It's not like he has to do anything special. He's Jesus. but this man, Jesus took dirt and spit in it because that's so yummy. Um, he spit in it and he made a paste and he rubbed it on the guy's eyes which seems really funny, right? Like, why even bother? Then he told him, now go wash in this particular body of water. And that man did what he was told. So, it was kind of like he showed me that. Um, he you know brought that reminder to me when I was praying about all the stuff. And it was one of those things to me personally of. Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it's not an instantaneous healing. Sometimes it's a process. And you got to learn how to trust the process. Just above all trust the one who's working on that process in you. And just do what you're told. Right? Just trust. And it'll be fine. And once I got there. And I quit letting the enemy condemn me. I started to feel better. And it doesn't mean that I don't have days where I'm still a little achy and whatever. Like today I woke up, we flipped our mattress, shouldn't have. And I woke up with my shoulder hurting. I'm like, oh, man. But I gotta remember that I'm also getting older too. <laughs> and sometimes you just sleep wrong and it's okay. Um, but anyway. so Whole like why I believe what I believe. That's why. Those are my whys um, for believing what I believe. Now, what I believe. I believe that Jesus is the son of the, of God um, and God in one. I believe that my God is triune. So there's three parts. I believe that because Genesis we, Genesis says we will make them in our image. So there's more than one there. I don't believe in many gods. I believe in one God, in three forms. It's relational. God has a relationship within. I don't want to say his self because I don't. I don't know. I don't know that gen, God is necessarily has gender, but it's easier for us to relate to him as a true father, right? It's it's a tangible thought, and so anyway, um, I believe that God is triune. I believe that. Um, God is very relational and I believe that because he had relationship with himself he always has from the very beginning Um, and that God is love and so that's why loving relationships are so very important to God and that's why that is literally the best expression of God love God and love one another right those that's it that's it you're a Christian that's it love God love each other. If you do those things, you're not going to kill each other. Because you love each other. Although there are those thoughts. Um, You know. So, very simple. Um, I think I've explained the Trinity before. But. Why not? Let's do it again. This is the easiest, most simplistic explanation I've ever come across. And it blew my mind. Water. Right, you have solid, liquid, and gas, but it's also water. God, Jesus, so Father, Son, Holy Spirit—all still God, just three different incarnations. You can't, you can't deal with the Holy Spirit and talk to the Holy Spirit and not have a relationship with God. It's impossible. You can't. Love Jesus and know Jesus and not know God. Again, it's impossible. Now, I will say Jesus is easier to relate to because Jesus walked this earth. That's what makes us and it endears us to him, right? We know he suffered for us. We know how he suffered. We know, we know, we know. I don't know all God has suffered for me. I'm sure it's a lot of heartache because I'm a mess and I'm not the easiest. And yeah, but anyway. So, I believe that. Um, Tattoos. Right? Because people are all like, body's a temple. Um, No tattoos. Here's my thing. You get judged by the measure which you judge others. Okay? So, make no mistake you should probably just mind your own business. That's my first thought. Everybody quit worrying about everybody else and mind your own business. So if for you, first of all, you're talking Old Testament anyway, but which is a completely different religion. That's Judaism, not Christianity, but that's fine, because my Jesus was a Jew, and I like to know my history, and it's it's good to know that's how you know God. Jesus came along and said that it's about what comes out of you, not what goes in. Okay? What comes out of you? Was he talking about crap? No, he was not. What he is talking about is your heart posture, your intentions, your just... Overall, Like, are you a mean-spirited person? Or are you one that exemplifies God? Sorry, I'm like slurping my coffee. So, I think that some of the most godly people I have ever met rock their tattoos. Some of their tattoos were... Planned um, and very well thought out and wonderfully um, made to glorify God. And others were, you know, things that happened B.C. before Christ. And that's fine because guess what? We all rock our scars, right? We all got scars. And what there's a song that says that I'm thankful for the scars because they remind me of who you are. Right? Right? They tell of who you are and how good you are and how you've seen me through. Like, I mean, I've got scars. I've got scars, you know, scar from surgery where God got me walking again. You know, um, yeah, we all got scars. I've got scars, just, um, emotional ones where God's still working on me. We all, we all have our, our stuff, right? Our baggage, don't let that be what keeps you from Christ. And don't let other other people's, other body parts can't tell you how to walk. Okay? If you're a hand and you gotta like slink along, go ahead and slink along. If you're one foot and you gotta j- hop, hop. If you're like, I don't know, a forearm and you gotta kind of roll, do it. We all got different ways of... I don't want to say that there's different ways to get there. Because there's no different ways to get to heaven. Okay? Absolutely not. The only way to heaven is through the son. The only way to get to the Father is through the son. I know this. I trust this. I wholeheartedly believe this. And I pray for anyone who is not... Who is trying to get to God through any other means. Because I know it's not going to work. And I absolutely hate that for them. And I really, 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 really hope that they turn from that. And they... They see Jesus and they see his amazing face or, in my case, feet. And they know and they just run headlong for him. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter how you run. And we all run different. I run really spastic and it's okay. Um, Doesn't have to be the most beautiful gallop. But we all have our own relationship, and we have all, all have our own path. And it goes back to, you know, baby Christians and the fact that you're running your race. And if Jesus comes back tomorrow, and you don't know everything that say I know, and I'm not even like, I'm still I'm just barely an adolescent Christian as far as I'm concerned. Um, let's just say that you know I know more than you. Well, guess what? He don't care. Right? Like, you're still a brother or sister. He don't care how much you know or don't know. He knows you. He knows the path he put you on. And he knows your heart. That's all that matters. He knows you. How well you know him in this life, one, will determine how much comfort you have in it. Because, let's say my house burns down tomorrow. Well, guess what? It's just a house. Is it a nice house? Absolutely. Do I love it? Okay, yeah. But... I'd be okay because I got my God and there are people who say that they've got their God and they don't they don't trust it Um, so anyway there's that I'm trying to think of like what else Um, I'm sorry Catholic friends I'm just gonna I'm I'm non-denominational if anybody is curious and I'm sorry if you choose to not listen anymore I don't believe that there's any specific doctrine that's 100% correct. I think that we are all kind of just grasping for straws. Trying to make sense of things that I don't think we'll ever make sense of. But I don't believe in purgatory. I personally have not found anything that tells me purgatory is real. And if anybody knows of a place that they can point me in the Bible that tells me that. I will gladly dig into it wholeheartedly. Um, But... That is just not my personal belief. Um, I think that if, if anything, this is what you probably would view as purgatory. This is your test. This is your life. This is where you get perfected. Um, this is where you find Jesus. If you don't find him here, you don't get another chance. That's the way I feel. That is why I've already said that um, if this life ends and I don't make it to heaven... It was all a waste for me. And coincidentally, I end up in hell and that's awful. And I want no part of that. So it's going to double, triple, gazillion, you know, eternity suck. Um, I genuinely don't think that's the case. I, I think I'm I'm, I'm going to, I'm doing okay. Today I'm doing okay. Um, so yeah, I don't personally believe in that. I think it's a wonderful sentiment. Um, I, I love the idea that if I mess up here, I get another chance to be perfected so I can eventually go to heaven. Um, sadly, I just don't, I don't have any biblical ways to support that in order to be able to believe it. So I'm sorry, guys. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there was anything else. My brain is like blanking. Um, I believe that I get an earthly body, which I have now, that I will be glad to get rid of, and that I will be given a spiritual body, my eternal body, right? Like, I have a spirit. My spirit will be free of this earthly body. I will be um, with Jesus. I know that there are some people, and it's totally fine. Again, agree to disagree. If you don't agree with me, I'm totally cool with that. These are just my personal things that I have found along the way that... I do believe, and I have reasons I believe them, and I can support them biblically, um, but I believe that I will be with Jesus um, the day I die. Not necessarily heaven. I'm going to be with Jesus in paradise Um, the day I die. I will not have a body. I will be just spirit, and the day he comes to take us, if I am already with him on that day, I will come with him, and I will get a heavenly, eternal body. day we all will that day we all get one it's like you know way better than oprah um so i believe that i know there are people who believe that it's like um being knocked out for a procedure and then you wake up and you're before the lord and i don't know i just i know my jesus and i know that he told a sinner on a cross sitting right beside him that they would be with him in paradise. day. He didn't say, you know, 10 years from now, whatever. He said that day. And I know that we could probably interpret it and just, you know, crazy explain it away and figure out a way to make sense that it's, that's not exactly what he meant and all this fun stuff. But here's the deal. I like to accept him at face value at times. And this is a time that it makes me happy to accept him at face value. So I'm going to go ahead and run with that. And you know, one day we'll see. You may be right. I'm totally cool with that. Um, I don't care as long as I get to be before the Lord. That's all that matters to me. I just really... I don't know. I think that He looks forward to being with me. As much as I look forward to being with Him. And I trust that He's not going to make me wait. Any longer. Than what I absolutely have to. So, yeah. That's why I believe that. Um... I think that that's probably all for today because I don't really remember or I don't know. Like if anybody has any questions, I guess I can, um, <laughs> come up with an email address, um, for them to be sent to or hit me up on Instagram. There you go. Hit me up on Instagram. Um, I'm old enough that I don't know what my Instagram stuff is. (laughs) So you're welcome. I'll get you deets. If you have questions, those of you who actually do know me, you're welcome to text me. um, And I will do my best to answer or at least tell you the answer that I believe um, in that instance. And then, yeah. Anyway, I pray. Oh, Lord, I pray that you please be with each and every one of us in this day. I pray that you guide us. I pray that you strengthen us. I pray that you help us to know you, to see you, to hear you. Oh, and I thank you for Jesus. Oh, how I thank you for Jesus. Like for real, best gift ever. Like nothing can ever top that. Nothing can ever top that. So thank you. Thank you for the dream you gave me last night. I do sincerely pray that it was um, you kind of speaking over not just my life but what you want to accomplish with my life and the things that you would have me do for others. Lord I pray that 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 comes to fruition and that, that is true. It would be my absolute pleasure to do that for you. So I just pray that you guide us all in this day that you strengthen us in our faith, that you get us in our word. Listen, Nehemiah is not my favorite right now, but thank you for Nehemiah um, and showing me how much you love Israel as a whole and your people. Now that I am adopted and grafted in as a Gentile, because you knew I would not make it as a Jew. So I thank you. Um, God, you're amazing. You're so amazing. I thank you for holding off the cold, cold, cold weather as long as possible. So I could sit here and just freeze off my fingertips while um, talking about you and talking to you. Thank you for weighing on me. First thing this morning, bright and early to get my butt out of bed and testify. Um, it's always the hardest thing for me. Um, you know, being... Fully honest, not really like being honest. It's hard for me. Sometimes that's a problem for me. is the fact that I am too honest. Um, but being vulnerable, right, sharing these kind of things is not easy for me. It's easy for me to say I love Jesus. It's easy for me to just know that that's fact. Um, it's hard for me to back it up with the wise, and it's not because I don't have the wise. It's because the wise require me to share of myself. The wise require a little bit of sacrifice for me, and um, it doesn't seem like it would be that hard, right? But for some freakish reason, for me it is, and you know that, and you love me through it, and you love me in spite of it, and you help me push through, and I thank you. Oh, I thank you for that. I pray that you be with all my BC people, my baby Christians. I know I've got BC before Christ and BC baby Christians. Um, but I do use them interchangeably. Um, but you know, and, um, so anyway, be with my baby Christians, help them to grow, help them to light a fire in their soul for you. Um, and I pray that you just guide them in their walk and give them comfort when they fall, um, knowing that the devil's going to pounce on them for condemnation, like nobody's business, because he's mean like that. Excuse me, he's mean like that. So, God, I just love you. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. There are no words. There is not enough praise that I could give. I love you and I thank you and I thank you for Jesus and I thank you for the ability to do this, this right here, to talk. Directly to you. Thank you. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Guys it was a long one today. Um, I appreciate you for sticking it out with me. I hope that. Me sharing kind of. Helps you in any way possible. I don't know. It's in God's hands. I planted the seeds. You're welcome. And. I pray that you get in the word. I. Listen. Things. Things. My eyes did not begin opening. Let me put it that way. January of 2016. God told me to get in the word daily. And for the first time in my life, I actually listened. (laughs) Which was a miracle. And. Things just started rolling from there. And I wasn't. Studying. I wasn't jotting things down. I was just, just read, just read a chapter a day, a verse a day. I don't even care a sentence a day. Just read or listen to it. Get the Bible app, you version, let it read to you. It is, it is life changing when you start to get to know God, right? Start with Jesus. I will say, if you're new to the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, pick any of them. They are all fabulous. Get to know Jesus, right? Get to know the early church in Acts and Romans. Get to know how the Corinthians screwed up in 1st and 2nd Corinthians. Like, learn. Learn your history, right? Learn what Jesus did for you and what God did for you through Jesus. Learn. Then go back. Hit up that Old Testament. And get to know how deep how deep our father's love is for us because make no mistakes we were grafted in to the israelite family his love for the jews is his love for us as christian gentiles as followers of the way right so it is life-changing that's all i can say and just get in the word I love you. I pray that God blesses you in this day. I pray that he keeps you safe, that he helps you to focus on him, that when you lose that focus, that he gently prompts you to refocus because make no mistake, you're gonna, um, and you're going to need it. So I just, I thank you. I thank you for being patient enough to stick it out with me and, um, for your desire to grow. God bless you.